brand new heavies on RTHK Radio 3 and the song is Shelter. Time is now nine minutes, uh, sorry, eight minutes past two o'clock and you're listening to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Tuesday afternoon. And since it's Tuesday, it's my favourite time of that week where we can welcome back on the programme Andrew Dembina. Andrew, it's great to speak to you. How are you today? Hey, good, thanks, Noreen. How are you doing, your end of the phone? Yeah, good. Um, I've been reading in the weather forecast that, you know, there are you know, a lot of showers and, and, and rainy everywhere else. i got to say, true. here in Kowloon Tong, we're, we're holding up pretty well. I, I wouldn't say it was sunny, but it, it's yeah. definitely not raining as, as heavily as it was this morning. What about you? Whereabouts are you right I'm, now? I'm, I'm actually in Langham Place at the moment. I'm oh, out fancy. and about. And um, I say Langham Place. And it's, um, so it's, got a bit, it's got a bit cloudy in Mong Kok, I've got to say. Oh. It looks, looks it's threatening, but, it's, but, it's, but it hasn't been raining, so that's cool. Exactly. That is cool. We'll see how yeah. long it can hold up for. I, I hope it doesn't rain tomorrow, because um, I'm about to reveal something that might shock you and, and, and the listeners. Um, really? I, I'm, I'm taking the day off tomorrow. The, the wonderful Ka- uh, Ka- Carolyn Wright will be sitting in for me. And um, yeah. uh, tomorrow, what I'll be doing is something that I've never done before, um, and, and wow. nor, nor has my family, and we'll be going to Disneyland. And that's right. Oh. Yes. Oh well. Oh well. I really, I really hope it stays dry for you as well. When my, when my now eighteen-year-old son was a little one, there was no, there were few better places for him to uh, than to see the, the those characters that they may be familiar with in kind of moving around form. People dressed up as them, where we would be kind of, oh yeah, that's you know whoever. Mickey and Minnie, <laughs> but, the, but for the kids, it's brilliant. Oh, you get your pleasure from the kids. Right. Oh, that sounds great. Fingers crossed for you tomorrow, Norris. Thank you so much, Andrew. Well, we've, yeah. we've got a, an interesting topic. I mean, you usually sort of go around the world, take us mm. around the world with some global food updates. But Indeedy. today is very specific. It's about hospital food. Where, where did that That's inspiration right. come from? Well, um, it's uh, after an eight day stay in hospital that ended early last week i thought um i I, as eight eight days in hospital you get through a few meals and it made me think the menu a couple of things struck me actually just about uh the place i was in um the, the limited choice of food that an inpatient can order i was thinking about what about people eight days is nothing compared to the duration that some people might stay in with something you know more serious than i had and uh, there really wasn't a, 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 an awful lot of choice of so the, uh, you know, the hospital catering food. So then the other thing is that a lot of the dishes seem to be quite heavy. I tried to order some light things because uh, I couldn't. I, I was in I was in bed and I, I I kind of couldn't. I was instructed not to get out of bed for a couple of days, and I didn't want to have heavy bloating things, you know. And so uh, uh, a lot of the uh, items for choice didn't seem to be that light. There wasn't. There weren't too many to choose from. So I thought I'd look. I'd explore um, what is going on in the world of hospital food because it's something we haven't talked about. But it's quite. It's quite a niche one, but it it's quite is. important. And yeah. I'm really glad you chose this topic. And I'm and I'm so sorry that 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 was the inspiration. Wow, eight days sounds heavy. I, I hope you're feeling. Better now, Andrew. Yeah, yeah. A, lo- a lot, a lot better. Good. Thanks. On the on the on the road to recovery. Not quite there yet, but on the on the way. Thank you very much. Oh, by the way, when when you think about hospital food, I mean you've you've got two kids. So uh, apart from any other 
uh, reasons that you may or not have had to go into hospital. Oh. You've had do you, to. Do you remember? To, do you remember when I was pregnant with both my pregnancies? How many days of work did I take off? I think yeah, I took off a few weeks because I was. I was. I was in the hospital. Um, I think the longest day I ever stayed was, I think, just over two weeks. Um, right. And I was just vomiting so much, and I had to be fed via the drips. <laughs> so, oh, so wow, th- yes. It's a liquid That's... diet. Oh, it was uh, awful. Right. So, so you can't really comment on the catering for those uh, <laughs> for those particular uh, interludes that took you to hospital. That's pretty bad. But what about when you were uh, when you when you did oh, yeah. uh, um, when you had your um, two kids? Uh, did you and you got and you started recovering? You were able to eat something solid did you did anything cross your mind about menus yeah um so i i i gave birth in the public system for for both times i stayed at queen mary hospital um i I wouldn't say the food was sort of extraordinary but i i I enjoy hospital food i I like that it's quite simple it's quite bland um and that you know there's a soup you know it's something healthy it's uh, Mm. compared to some of the quarantine food that i've seen online i'd take hospital food any day any day (laughs) (laughs) right okay with all due respect and sorry to 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 some of you who are listening right now in quarantine i hope i hope that the talks of hospital food will lift up your your appetite and maybe just order some food delivery I don't know. Yeah, yeah maybe sorry. try and imagine some of those congees and soups, which are uh, which are pretty pretty light on the old digestive system. But I'll I'll go to um, some some re- reports that I found, some pretty recent ones from around the world. Uh, we'll start off in India, which has been obviously very badly struck by COVID, yeah, and terrible. it was reported just a week ago in the newspaper called The Hindu. That's not Hindu times or anything. It's just simply called the Hindu. Um, that temples in the city of Chennai uh, supplied 8,000 packs of food to hospital patients because hospitals couldn't deal with the sudden inflow of patients due to the, uh, the, the rapid spread of COVID. So temples got involved. They supplied parcels of food, cooked and packed in temples in the city of Chennai, they distributed a number of these. They did that just on one day to make the catering practical. I mean, it's not a, long, a long-term thing, but patients and hospital staff were given food, including the three different types of mixed rice with different healthy ingredients. Mm. Um, but the, uh, yeah, the Minister for Hindu Religious and Charitable Endowments in India had announced that, uh, that food packets would be starting to be served across the country through temple kitchens. So that's an interesting way to go because to help out the hospitals that couldn't cope with the influx. Um, however, there, was, there, were, there were some negative comments about this scheme. Uh, a retired government, one, one retired government official questioned the rationale behind asking temples to provide food packets as they were quite cash-strapped compared to some other industries uh, he suggested that hotels and various catering institutes could be asked to step in. Uh, he said the hotels have been closed for a year now. Their staff, who are used to such catering and events, could be pressed into, ser- into service. Um, and then maybe temples could, you know, give some kind of smaller amount of help. Uh, a-, a few temple staff that were part of the scheme. Uh, and it's an ongoing scheme, but it was the first one just uh, just over a week ago. But the, some of those involved said that they were not very happy with being exposed to people 
in hospitals where COVID-19 <laughs> patients were being treated. In some hospitals, they, uh, they also had to search for people who were willing to take the food because they didn't know whether those involved from temple catering would be clear of COVID themselves. It sounds to me like there may not have been such stringent checks on who, you know, had had a, had had a COVID test recently and so on, that, that temple food bearers were, were able to get into the hospital and some of the inpatients were dubious about accepting food from outside the hospital in case it was tainted with the virus so quite a difficult operation but something that's underway and uh i i for one hope that they do smooth out some of these um some of these elements that make the patients reluctant to accept it because if they are involved as they are and it's just coming from temple kitchens at the moment maybe some kind of covid testing i say that but obviously india is in still in a state of um, a real, not panic, but frenzy of, uh, uh, of dealing with those who really have been admitted with COVID. So maybe random tests or, or thorough tests on temple catering staff wouldn't be the best way to spend their time. I don't know. Any thoughts? Sorry? Uh, I just, yeah, I, I, no, no thoughts except... No. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's just it's some situation, though, isn't it? But, 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 mm. but really great that they, that Temple's decided to, uh, you know, to get on with this and to, to do it. Yeah. Um, although it's a, a tricky one for them to do smoothly. Well, next we move to a hospital nutrition study from the US, but it's based on research that they conducted in a trial in Switzerland. I'll explain more. So according to a study that was published in the Journal of American, the American College of Cardiology, for some patients, hospital food can mean death. Quite a, uh, mm. quite a, quite a headline. Um, inpatient food, you know, it does, as we say, it may to some people or not be appealing or have a great reputation, but this theory from the US is far more serious. Uh, the study says that people who are hospitalised with chronic heart conditions should be fed fresh and balanced meals to, to keep their heart in tip-top shape. And it claims the typical tray of hospital food does not help these patients give them what they need. Mm. So... The, the, the study pointed towards this trial that they did in, in Switzerland that the uh, publication actually put in place in a, in a Swiss hospital among 650 people with chronic heart conditions. And they, did a, they, they split the group into two. Uh, they found those that were given regular hospital food as opposed to a personal nutrition plan had almost the double risk of mortality within 30 days of leaving hospital. So the findings basically suggest common sense things, really, that the lack of nutrition in most hospital food could be, you know, putting their... Patients at risk. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Make them more vulnerable to, uh, yeah. to more heart problems. So the, the authors of this, uh, of this publication said, our trial does not provide evidence for the effects of... Uh, single nutritional component, so it's not like to one ingredient or one nutritional supplement, but rather an overall strategy 
of providing nutritional support during the hospital stay and in the uh, in the time of a few weeks afterwards. So um, it, it, it basically the conclusions were that getting support for people with with heart conditions by trained registered dietitians could help achieve their energy, protein, and micronutrient type of goals with, uh, with personalized meals and checkups every one or two days. Can you imagine the manpower that's needed of that, though? Um, before the, uh, the patients were discharged, they also received dietary counseling and supplements. Uh, the, other, the other half of the group, um, were, were, their diet was largely ignored. They just had standard hospital food during their stay and uh, upon leaving hospital, they weren't really given any advice. Uh, apart on how from, to maintain you know, a healthy diet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if they're so, sort of used to, is this sort of, a, sorry, a patients in America? Well, pa- patients in America um, do... I mean, America does have quite a high risk. I mean, a, a high percentage of uh, of cardio disease compared to some other parts of the world. But yeah, for for, for some reason, and it was during the last year yeah. um, they decided to do the test in um, in Switzerland, oh, but because yeah. they 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 found that 650 patients in one units of a hospital that could be tested and were happy to do so by you'd be you'd be you'd kind of be a bit a bit sort of trying to think of a polite way of saying bummed out but i can't so i've said it <laughs> um if, if you were if you were in the half that oh. didn't get the nutritional supplements and advice that exactly. would be a bit of a downer yeah, yeah. so and, and uh, the thing is, it's not just in the food that we eat but it's also the sources that we we, we eat as well you know something like mayonnaise or ketchup or you know, I know different salad dressing. You think you're having a, a nice, healthy salad, quote mm. unquote, and if you sort of you know drown it in dressing, some of these dressing yeah. is actually full of sugar and and various things. So it's actually not so healthy. Um, yeah, exactly. It's so easy to get processed food as well because people are so busy. You know, bung something in the microwave and processed food is is really bad. So, well, yeah. actually, that was your your spot on. Some of that was. Um, was brought was brought up uh, to, in focus. Eating processed and fatty foods, um, the study said, can cause additional plaque to build up in the arteries, which puts patients at greater risk for um, heart failure um, or future heart failure. So instead, you know, the, all the sensible stuff that we all know and try to do but sometimes don't, mm-hmm. uh, even if we don't have a heart condition, is that. Uh, that, that patients, in, in conclusion, there should be focusing on fruits and vegetables, while not having so much sodium and all the processed stuff that you were just mentioned. I know. So, I've been there myself, Andrew. When I was a poor uni student, um, I remember yeah. buying sort of um, ASDA microwave meals. <laughs> yeah. of our listeners can, can relate to that. And sometimes it would yeah. be on special 88p, and, and you'd get a lasagna or cottage pie or whatever, and it was quite a yeah. decent portion. 88p was, you know, it's less mm. than a pound, so you're paying something like, I don't know, eight Hong Kong dollars or whatever yeah. per meal, mm. and you can't even cook that kind of 
of food. And, and I, no, no. I must it's have done survived. It's in a few or, minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I know yeah, friends yeah, yeah. who had instant noodles, and that would be mm. sort of the typical, uh, you know, you've got kids, you know, you've got, you, your son is college age soon. He yeah. might be looking to survive on instant noodles in the next three or four years of his life. <laughs> Sorry to say. Should, yeah, it's funny you should mention that. Uh, <laughs> he, if, he, if he manages to pass some exams that he's currently taking, he may or may not be going to uh, his tertiary education in the UK. Yes. Yeah, and he he was saying uh, that uh, that yeah he 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 hopes that uh, instant noodles are readily available over there. Exactly. <laughs> all of my of all of my uni friends were surviving on pot noodles. It's not even yeah. cup noodles in Hong Kong. It's pot noodles in the UK. Yeah. Um, and right. it's unhealthy, sadly. Not. Yeah, high in sodium and all the other. E flavorings that they have, not the best, no, really. Yeah. So, actually, well, keeping going with today's topic of hospital food, then, um, Noreen, I think we do like a, a robot story on Tuesdays, don't we? <laughs> I love so, it. So, yeah, well, here's a related one that is not about putting chefs and servers out of a job, as some of the other ones that we heard about in, uh, um, in. Taiwan and mainland China, where there were robotic cooks and things like that. This one is um, it's in Thailand, and it's about a robot food cart that basically can deliver meals to hospital patients in Thailand. And it was reported earlier this month. So the, it's a robot food carrier that basically it's a robot with wheels on it that can avoid medics from... Uh, it can help them to avoid COVID-19 exposure by delivering food and drinks to a hospital in Thailand. There was news footage of this on May the 8th, which showed a remote-controlled machine with a smartphone attached to it for camera usage so that, um, uh, so that the, those, the, those who are delivering the food could make sure it got to the right person and they can see where it's going. And it's, it's, it's basically a way of bringing uh, sustenance to the uh, patient in a province in Thailand called Krai. And um, they're looking to do, they're happy with this prototype, and they're looking to do larger uh, remote-controlled robot delivery vehicles to be, to be whizzing around the hospital, hopefully not at too high a speed, to also deliver medicine and drinks because this scheme that's been funded by the uh, by the government in this one hospital uh, it seems to be really successful imagine if you're in hospital and you see that thing whizzing around um uh, it'd be a, you wouldn't be able to i wonder if the smartphone also you che- allows... get cheered up it's kind of cool it's kind of yeah, like it's, you it's, look it, forward it to meal times <laughs> it does sound fun yeah, hopefully. And hopefully that smartphone that's attached can allow some communication. Maybe they maybe they can remotely put it onto a video call or an audio call uh, in case the patient has any questions like, uh, how many of the red tablets should I take? <laughs> you know, it's, you're not going to get many answers from the robots. <laughs> no, um, exactly. So, uh, so maybe, the, maybe the smartphone does that. Um, and a final hospital-related story then, Noreen. Can I squeeze that in? Yes, yes, yes. You've still got, got a couple, few minutes. Yeah, a couple of minutes. Yeah, sure, go for it. Sure, yes, go for it. Um, we've still got a okay. couple of minutes. Yes. 
I think you'll like this one. Um, it was it's from the UK, and it was reported 10 days ago in a Northern England local newspaper called the Ilkley Gazette. That's from Yorkshire. And it, it talked about a so-called food forest project that has just seen thousands of fruit trees planted across one hospital's grounds. It's in Airedale Hospital, and it's taken 12 months to get this together in conjunction with uh, two NGOs who have helped to plant um, over 100 trees that are already in fruit. Sorry, not over 100. It's, it's, um, it's, it's way more than that. It's 2,500 trees that are in fruit on the hospital site, on the ground. And the idea came from... NGOs that came to the hospital because they've got big grounds and they've basically got not an orchard but they've, they're, they're growing some fruits, cherries, apples, hazelnut, plum and different berries that can be used in hospital food for jams and purees and they've opened up this food forest to the public because it's a public area, they allow public to come in and it's a nice place for both patients to chill out uh, when they're able to get out of their hospital beds uh, and for staff to go among the orchard of things like, um, yeah, different berries that are growing there and nuts, hazelnuts, How lovely, a berries, food forest. We plum. need one of those in Hong Kong, I think. A food that forest. That would be great, wouldn't a trendy it? Name. Nice idea. Exactly. Yeah. Never happened, though. Real estate is too expensive in Hong Kong. No space. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Andrew, yeah. it's always a pleasure to have you on the program. Thank you so much uh, for your sharing of food, uh, hospital food news for us uh, today. And I look forward to more chats with you uh, later on in the week and next week. Thank you very much indeed. Absolutely. Thank you, Noreen. Have Take a good care. afternoon. Bye for now. Bye.